Welcome to episode 6 of Search for the Lost City of Darcina, a Dice Fiend's 5th edition adventure. Previously, our heroes parted ways with Malaxi, who left to help out some wounded members of the Dance Guard, and then the explorers took a rest for the night. But when they awoke, they were in a most un unexpected room, with only an old woman and a mysterious man to provide answers. What does this Ava character have in store for our noble adventurers? We pick up with our wonderful, intelligent, and always skilled party, where we left off. Also, there's Willa Polly. Willa Polly in that yeah. mix somewhere. <laughs> so, our capable party, basically Amanda, the other two chuckle fucks that tag along. Did you just put words in my mouth? No, yeah. that was the narrator. <laughs> <laughs> I just picture her, I will say this, I just picture like one of those omaku or whatever, where it's just Willa takes Isabella and just like starts marionetting her around and talking for her, and she's just like, why is this happening? I would pay to see that. <laughs> Someone draw that. We need people with drawing skills. Fans. Fans. And we're keeping this all in. <laughs> oh, oh no! Amanda is like so done we just got started. <laughs> Did you miss us? <gasps> Alright. Well, oh, always. You're missing my cat just yelling at me for no apparent reason. However, this uh, new Where monitor I have is so bright, I don't even have to turn on a light right now. Nice. nice. Oh, nice. This is all monitor. My house is dark right now. That is good. Alright. So. That's where we last left off. And as she says, Destiny don't give two shits about what you think about it. I was just being polite. But I guess not. <laughs> I guess not. Ava draws nine cards from the deck, puts five face down in front of the four of you, and then four behind those. The stack I use contains the answers to many things, including keys to your quest that you seem to have found yourself on. You're telling me those cards tell you things. Yes. Have you lived alone for very long? <gasps> she, like, just... <clears throat> I... I have... I have the occasional guest. And everyone is here with me. Maybe you should talk to them more. Ah, I talk as much as I need to. Yep. Hermitage ain't for everybody. <clears throat> She takes one of the cards and turns it over, and the picture is, it looks like many revenants, like, in a row. Like, the ones you've seen, you saw on your road to the first town. Bearing the same symbols. She looks at it. You may find eight in your quest among the ruins of a dead god's devoted. I don't know why I just suddenly topped this accent. 
You're welcome. It's contagious, isn't it? Alright. For help on your journey, you may find a tool that lays beneath the blue tomb, standing tall at the center of man's necropolis. She turns over the second card, and there's... And you see a sword plunged into the ground. In the background, there's a massive blue tower that bears resemblance to a gravestone. Pardon me for assuming, but you seek to go to Darsena through the gate in Odok, do you not? Yes? Yes, we do. She turns over another card. It is a house. It has a house in the barren swamps with stars above it in a chimney issuing smoke. The key to your path forward lies in a domicile you are, the domicile you already seek. Beware the oven that burns hotter than any should. So, we should be afraid of elves with fevers. Ah. Uh, what? I heard oven, oven and you not heard elven. elves. Oh, sorry, my, my yes. hearing's going. <clears throat> yes, we, I know, you are an old lady. <laughs> Says the ancient woman yeah. <laughs> sitting across from me. She turns over the fourth card. And you don't, it's a golden city. But you see a dark figure looming up above it. In the shadows that are cast by, just like, rays of light coming off the city itself. In the city that shines, you'll find shadows in each place the light don't touch. Meet these shadows and see what they show of your heart. She turns over the last, the fifth card, looks at it, and laughs as she considers what you said. I suppose that leads into this. In the city that shines, there is one who will work towards your ruin to preserve their cage. They aren't your enemy, but you are theirs. Be careful in confronting them, for terrible events will occur. Goody, can I punch You can always try, my dear Willa. What, what did the uh, fifth card look like? Sorry, DM. The fifth, yes, I forgot to say that. Um, the fifth card looks like a regal figure with a wolf and an eagle in what looks like a gilded bird cage, and the moon highlighting, like having them in profile. Is that a werewolf? You will have to go there to find out, won't you, Paul? I mean, you already seem to know everything, so I thought maybe if I asked, you would just Do I, though? Do I, though? I don't recall telling you my name, so... Or where we were going, for that matter. I'm just pointing out the obvious. I don't know if it occurred to anybody else. (laughs) I could be wrong, but considering she's able to pull us out of our sleep here without us even noticing, she probably knows far more than we're ever going to know. 
something that uh, she should not share with us, so we you know what we're going up against, or... <sighs> it's not how these things work, I don't think. Magic people, right? I impart on you only the knowledge bestowed upon me by the cards of fate. Continue. No, four more. Each one showing your hearts. She hands you each card, each of you a card face down. Izzy waits for a moment before she takes the card. I'm not gonna get a curse if I touch it, am I? No, you will not get a curse if you touch it. Any curses related to this card, you carry with you. Well, I'm dying anyways. <laughs> the professor looks at it, it's like, this, well, it's knowledge, it's knowledge, I suppose. I bet everyone forgot I was here. Generally do, considering you're of very little help at the moment. <clears throat> well, I'm like, puts like a pinky on it and then takes it away and then like grabs the card afterwards everyone have their does anyone look at their card yes I wait to see what happens with Polly first because I'm not I would need everyone who wants to look at their card make me a wisdom saving throw first roll oh and it wasn't terrible Um, 17. Polly, as you you look at your card, and there's some numeral you don't quite recognize at the bottom, but the image of the card on the card is you. You're dressed up like in one of the old judges' judge gowns of wherever you came from, like from Hensylvania. Because that's that's canon now. Oh, that's right, it is canon. (laughs) <laughs> You're dressed up in like a judge's gown with a wig, and it's Balthazar, right? Balthazar, yeah. Balthazar, and Balthazar is like standing on his back to paws next to you, like dressed up like a bailiff. Oh and at the bottom, it just reads "judgment" in bold letters. Cool. That's. Balthazar looks really cute in his little outfit. Oh, I just want to give him a big hug. Where's Balthazar? Highs or lows? Highs. Balthazar is sleeping in a little giant badger bed. Okay, so I was about to say, Polly starts wrecking shit because Balthazar's not there. Willow will gladly join. (laughs) Thank God my baby's still here. (laughs) (laughs) What's on your card? Oh, look at little Balthazar in his little uniform. You turn the card to show us? Yeah. You can see what's on her card. Do I know the number on the bottom of the card? Um, make me an intelligence check. Oh, here's a problem. I can't really see my dice with it being this dark. You might need to turn on the light after all. 
shine your phone on it. Just be like. I actually rolled like one of my lighter dice because I couldn't see. Yeah, I'm gonna have to turn it. Uh, intelligence check. Yes. Nine. <laughs> the number is XX. You don't know what that means. Maybe it's like three, or not three. Probably maybe like two or ten. Maybe. Who knows what X means? Maybe forty. I'll never tell. So you just assume that Polly doesn't know what the numerals are. Okay, make me an intelligence check. <laughs> I just I said that. that. I said that because I didn't have the picture pulled up at the moment. Uh, and I didn't remember what the numeral was. Polly does not know what the numbers are. Nope. Definitely That's, not. It's just one short of a sexy, sexy sign. Yeah, because that, that was a six. And the card says judgment. Is that it? Yes. Uh, Izzy just slips her card into her book. Without looking at it? Not yet. Willow, do you do anything? I'm gonna look at my card now that Polly's seen her card and she didn't, like, start bleeding out of her eyeballs or anything. Make me a wisdom saving throw. Oh boy, here we go. And that was supposed to be a wisdom save? Yes. Come on! Nine? 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 You see... You turn over your card and it's blank. It's just a white field. Where the numbers would go, it's blank. Where the text would go, it's blank. This is stupid. Throw the card down. <laughs> I pick it up. Are you looking at it? Or are you just slipping it in your book with the other one? No, I'll look at it. Gotta catch them all. You see a white dragon born. She's looking down. And corpses are up to her knees. It is the condemned. And the numbers in it are XII. Willa. Ooh. I know it's a not. It's not a very nice thing to look at, but it's. It probably means something. And I hold it back out to her. Do I still see just a white thing? You just see a white surface. I, I mean, I just, it's just a white card. There's nothing on it. Ava laughs as you say that it's not everyone who can see what their heart contains. I don't like you. (laughs) I don't require your adoration for me to do my job and services of my goddess. Willa, trust me when I say perhaps it's better that you don't know. Hi. Bye, Bobby. I wouldn't lose the card, though, if I were you. Okay, then. Takes the card back. Well, thank you for this this nice little card. I'm gonna... This is really cute. I'm... Now I got a picture of Balthazar with me all the time. <laughs> yeah, I like how it's like, I just realized it's like, one's cute, like, badger, and it's Balos, one's just grim dark. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> I turn to the professor. Well, professor, what's on your card? Well, I, mine is blank, I suppose. He says and you know, shows you his card. Like, if you can see it, I suppose. I'd want to know what it means, but I don't know. Maybe I'm just not that interesting. I'm gonna point out a little bit 
of a bucket of wisdom for you. If you can't see it, and it's supposed to have magic woo-woo heart stuff, what makes you think that you're going to be able to hear whatever it's supposed to partake That is a good point. I did not consider that, Willa. You're surprisingly knowledgeable on this kind of thing. I just had a very wise glimpse. Not you. Points at the old lady. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> it shows it. You see a high elf dressed up in, like, kind of clerical robes, but it has his features. And he's prostrated before heaps and heaps of books. And in the background, there are tombstones just lining the background. The number in the bottom, it's bold in bold letters, is the Hierophant. And the number on it is V. There's a lot of dead things in these cards. So there's dead, uh, there's tombstones around him, correct? There's tombstones in the background. Like, they're going off to the distance. Are you just, are you just trying to tell us that we're gonna die? Because I feel like there's a more straightforward way to do that than just showing us cards with tombstones on it. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. You will find what the cards mean in due time, my friends. And I may even see you again in this room if you survive the trials ahead. I think an invitation might be nicer. Yeah, maybe don't make me look like an asshole when I'm on watch also, please. I will keep that in mind. What was, now, um, what was on... What was on... Oh my god. Uh, Find out next time. Uh, Isabel never looked at hers. Isabel, okay, no, you didn't look at it, okay. That's what I thought, and then I couldn't remember. It's better not to know. It's fine. Don't worry about it. But I want to know what tarot card it is! Stop being a nerd over there! Stop being such a goddamn nerd! Why do, how dare you like things? You all showed me yours willingly. I don't have to show you my heart. That's not needed. You, sh- you should've- yeah, you had to say if- if- I'll show you your mind if- wait, crap. I got the saying wrong, I- it dark, then- Okay. Oh, well, I should have used that line. Oh. You show me yours, I'll show you mine. Damn. Missed opportunity. Next time. Rise and shine, the four of you. You still have quite an adventure to go on. And with that, you're back in your sleeping bags. Except for Willow, who's just like dozed off against a stump somewhere. Oh! I check to see if it's, the card is in my pocket. It is in your pocket. Okay, so that was real. It is in Polly's pocket. <laughs> Polly's pocket. Polly's pocket. The magical pocket. That's not that pocket. Oh, we gotta get a move on. A lot of ground to cover. Where would you like to go first? Are you continuing trying to towards the city of Odark? Um... Pretty sure, yes. As we're readying the camp, I'm going to be, Izzy's going to be for just furiously taking notes in her, in her book, one of her books. Uh, what you writing there? 
notes. Yeah, what about? I mean, technically, I guess you could say it's a dream journal. No. No, I'd rather not. I don't know. Perhaps we should head on. <laughs> Losing daylight. Something along those lines. Can I get someone to roll me a d20? Gotcha. Yep. Oh shit, that's cocked. You did better at rolls today than me, so... Five. As y'all are just walking along, the professor tries to strike a conversation. So, uh... One of, one of us knew something about a dead god, didn't we? Should we try to find those ruins? Ever since Malaxia left, an, another ally would be helpful. Not that I'm questioning any of your combat capabilities. That cat was useless. I mean, not wrong. But also. Sure. I mean, especially if it's someone else who also appreciate ice tea. I mean, I don't know who wouldn't appreciate a good cup of ice, ice tea. <laughs> I don't know who else wouldn't appreciate a good cup of ice tea other than Isabel, apparently. <laughs> I think... I don't know how much of that was Isabel, and how much of that was Amanda. The lines are very blurred sometimes. We'll <laughs> <laughs> never know. Well, it would probably behoove the party if we can find somebody who can fit it for themselves. Does anybody, anyone know of a dead god? I mean, there's probably plenty of them, but a ruins to a dead god is a bit more complicated. Do I know anything considering that I'm from the area? Yes, I, believe, I know someone made their intelligence check previously, but you all would know that the revenant you met earlier was that of a paladin dedicated to the dead god known as Leetber, the former god of life until he and the god of death had a pacing contest about who was more important. Guess who won that one? Considering one's now dead and the other's still just the god of death. What was the god's name again? It cut out for me right when you said it. The god of life was named Leetber. L-E-I-T B-U-R and the god of death is was named Torak. T O U R A K. Legally distinct, totally. Other than finding the body of a dwarf that was torn apart slightly off the road, you your day passes without incident, and you you do know that. The citadel to that they kept their people at, the paladins of Leetber, would have been close to the city of T- Odok, since it was the largest city in the human empire on the continent. Mm. Okay. So we're still going in the general right direction. Yeah. Gotcha. It's just a slight shift left, and then we'll hit up the center of town. Got it. Right, so we continue on. Towards yes. some hopeful ruins. That seems counterproductive, but. Oh, the professor's the one paying me, so. 
His time, his money. I get paid by the week. Or is it by the day? Shit, which way do we know? For, you know I... No <gasps> oh my god, that's such a cute kitty cat. Stop, stop, not the wire. Cat. I'll be right back while you guys gush over the kitty for a second. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> kitty. That's so cute. He's cool. in a playful mood, and apparently my hand equals a toy. Hey, oh, of course it does. Go on. Got him. Hey. Oh, boy. There they go. They'll figure their shit out. You just attacked the other cat. <laughs> Gotta play sometime. Mm-hmm. Can someone roll me a d4 as you pack in for the night? Sure. Three. How are watches being done in light of Willa's previous failure? Don't know that we have much of an option to do it any other way at this point. I'll take first watch, though. I'll take the middle watch. I guess that leaves me as the next one after. All right, see? Well, there's the professor can take a watch also. Maybe that would not be a good idea. Why don't you and the professor take a watch together? You could talk. I was going to say, you just might never see him again. <laughs> He's just not there in the morning. What happened? I don't know. Well, time to go. See you later. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess Bye. we're going home now. That seems an adventure. Got him. <laughs> Okay. Getting away from that fantasy. <laughs> so, Isabel was first watch, Polly was second, and Willow was third? As I wait for for everyone to fall asleep, once they're all got, uh, fully asleep, I will pull the card out and look at it. Make me a wisdom saving throw. Mm. Oh, I'm not terribly good at these. Oh, you sly oh, That's dog. not bad. <laughs> 18. I hate everything. Was, her accent got super chipper than it did. <laughs> she She's gets really to see it in her own heart. heart. I don't know why. You pull, okay, you pull out your tarot card. You see yourself in the snow, face, like on your knees. Your face is cusped in your hands, almost like in the, the quiet crying motion. like Burr. Weeping angel. Got it. Kind of weeping angel on knees. Got it. Yes. And you're surrounded in by what at first looks like stained glass depicting people in your life. But you realize it's ice on the card. And like everyone in is frozen blue like as though they were frostbitten. The card the bold letters on in the card say the hermit. And the numbers are Ix, and there's Balthazar just dressed up in a bailiff's outfit because that's adorable. <laughs> but frozen. <sighs> yes, but but clearly dead. Oh God! Do not show to Polly. Polly will do a murder. The people in the stained glass windows—do they look alive or dead? Like, is it artistic? Like they're living at that moment, or does it look like they physically were actually frozen into the stained glass dice? It looks like they were frozen. Okay. I, uh, put the card away and just stare off watching. For first watch. Just take that angst and just push it down. <laughs> it's kind <laughs> of her feelings. thing. What it's pretty much all she does. <laughs> feelings, 
get back into the box. That's it. Very John Mulaney of you. I'll keep all my feelings right in here, and then one day I'll die. (laughs) Your watch, aside from that deeply upsetting card, goes uneventfully. And as does Polly's. It's in... As the sun is (laughs) rising, and the professor and Willa are on watch, you hear rumbling off in the distance like large footsteps. Do you go investigate? Where exactly did we make camp again? You made camp right off the road. Okay. And I... Looking around, can I see anything? If I stand up and look around? You're in the dense part of the jungle, but give me a perception check. Oh no. Oh, oh let's man. see what this totals out to. Oh, I don't like that boy. face. This is a six. Oh. You do not hear any. You do not see anything in the jungle, but you do feel the like, rumbling footsteps as like the water in the swampy area is just like, like in Jurassic Park. Oh God! I'm not gonna be held accountable for being a bad watchman, so which to kick awake first? We're gonna go with Isabel. I'm pretty sure Paul will shank my shins. Uh, will this have woken anybody up, like the shaking? Um, what's each of your passive perceptions? Ten. Eleven. No, you are still asleep. Alright, I'm gonna, uh, kick the feet of Isabel and... What? What? What is it? Do you hear that? Do you hear that? Do Yes. I'm gonna go wake up Polly and Balthazar. And I think I'm gonna do the badger first, because that's gonna be... That would be a bad... Probably nicer. Perhaps, maybe... (laughs) Don't wake a sleeping badger. (laughs) Yeah, which one? I don't know if you've noticed That's a fair point. That's a fair point. Um, (laughs) Maybe start down at the bottom. I take two sticks and I poke both of them in, like, the butt and foot, because I'm assuming they're sleeping near each other. Yes, I was sleeping on Balthazar. Like, we're, we're cuddling. Okay, so you're sleeping on Balthazar, so roll me initiative, Polly. <laughs> oh, shit. I have to roll initiative? Does Balthazar To see to which one of you stirs first. Oh, okay, thank God. Okay. Um, well, my <laughs> initiative, Polly's initiative... Yeah. Um, Alright, I've rolled for Balthazar. 11. So Balthazar gets poked in the butt, Polly gets poked in the foot. Balthazar just shoots up, launching Polly, like, slightly off. Like, Polly just rolls off of him into the yeah. muddy ground. He's like. <laughs> <laughs> Balthazar just looks shocked and gives Willa an accusing glare. I wave the stick at him. Balthazar defers, defers to Polly's judgment. What? What's happening? Boom. I hear that. Boom. Boom. 
That's not good. Um, this, Do you know what that is? The whole time while she was doing the whole waking up thing, I'm gathering my things and listening. Is the professor awake? Yes, he is awake. What would I roll to identify the sound? The roll, shaking? roll me a nature check. Anyone who wants to try to identify what they're hearing can roll me a nature check. Okay. One day I'll make a character for a professor so you can actually do stuff. Okay. 17? 13. All right. Oh, I mean 14. Man. Oh, man. Wow. Oh, Willow's classic. Another six. Six? Okay, well. Solid six. Willow, Willow's straight out of ideas. Polly and Isabel come to the conclusion at around the same time. Sarge full of dinosaurs. A large dinosaur that might make that noise is a T-Rex. What's one doing in this undead hole is... Maybe it's best not to think about that. Perhaps we should move on and hide. Yep, yep. Yep. Yes, that that would be good, I suppose. Get your things. Alright, I'll need everyone to roll me a stealth check. Crap, I don't have to pass without traits. Dirty 20. Alright. Uh, I hate my spell decisions. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. What What did he get? What did Willie get? Six. Oh my god. Okay. Okay, because I got 19. All of them are by different modifiers, FYI. Well, I have good news and I have bad news. Okay. The number to beat was six. So, Willa passed. You need new dice, darling. The professor did. However, all three of you passed. Professor the professor <laughs> got a natural one. Oh my god! Professor! You make a way at you, the pounding is still in the distance and you, you're all like just sneaking away and the professor's like okay, so I suppose we'll go to the, the ruins of <laughs> I suppose we'll go to the ruins of Leaper now and the pounding <laughs> Can I hit him? You hear rustling. Yeah, you can hit him if you want. You hear rustling in the trees. I'm just gonna like punch him straight in the mouth. And then the, <laughs> and then there's a roar off in the distance. And the booming starts again, but it's coming closer to you this time. I swear it was going parallel before. Boom, boom, boom. What do you want to do? Get your things. Way. <laughs> Head. Let's. It, 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 so it's coming towards us, which means it's moving away from the direction that we were moving in, and we were headed towards the ruins. So, what we're going to have to do is actually continue along the road in order to run perpendicular to it so that we can get out of its uh, step line. And not do that stupid thing in action movies where things are rolling really fast towards you and you're running along with it and they just like run you over. Okay, so would you like to... Get out of its way. Get out of the way and hide, wait for it to pass. Run as fast as we can 
down the road towards the city because you can hide in buildings. All right. You know, you are probably a day away from the city still. <laughs> Shit. Um, well, we gotta run somewhere, and I don't trust our ability to hide in the forest. How tall are the trees? The trees, they're hideable, like, they're, like, taller than the average length of tree. Uh, what kind of tree? Are they branchy trees, or are they more like they're all like big stalks? They're kind of branchy. They don't have much leaves on them. Like, part of the, They're kind of like swampy trees, however those are. I don't know. So, what do you guys want to do? Um, I'm gonna make, what is it, whatever you tell me to check for looking for, uh, So, water. survival? Oh, natural 20! The booming is growing louder and louder at this point. You only have a matter of sec- You have a mere matter of moments before it, it's upon you. You find water deep enough to- That if y'all wanted to dive under, you could. I'll just- I'll just take a chance. I'm gonna- I'm just gonna have- Everybody's just gonna grab people and say, Get in! <laughs> and I'm gonna dive into the water. What? Scent doesn't travel across water, trust me! Ah. Uh, there's been many a time in drunken endeavors of much. You know what? No, nope. and no I just time. grab her and jump into the water and then yank the professor <laughs> in after me. <laughs> okay, try ever to, make me try a. Try to rub mud stealth. on you. Disguise your scent. Ever make me a stealth check at advantage. Yeah. Oh I can't God. keep my last one. It was so good. <laughs> That's much worse. Oof, I'm so Oops. glad it was at advantage. Hey, my my original one was much better. It was wonderful. You know, not so good. Eighteen. I hope the professor did something with his advantage. Cause like... Ten. Uh, eleven. Nineteen. So yes, you are all hidden in the mud and water and muck and bracts. Maybe something like swoops by one of you, like, but it doesn't disturb you enough. The it gets louder and louder, and through the through the forest, you see a Tyrannosaurus Rex, but it doesn't look alive. It's not covered in feathers like normal T Rexes are. Yes, that's right. We're doing. Yes, like we this. are. Its skin is pink and mottled. You can see obvious wounds and, like, tears in the flesh. It looks around with cataract eyes as it tries to see anyone. And it just lets out an unearthly, horrible roar. And if anyone wants to make me a perception check, they can, but... That would be a seven. Seventeen. Polly, you're the only one who sees this, but as it roars, you can see hands coming up from its gullet, still moving. It looks once, twice, and then it, pre- then it turns around and proceeds on a path back through the jungle. Boom. 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 
It's another two to four minutes before the booming steps get far enough away that he'd move. I think we should get out of the water, because I didn't think about what might be living in the water. And I don't really want to find out. For mentioning that. Well, luckily we all carried map cases and cases for our valuable paper items. Always be prepared for adventures, I do say. Yes, thank you, Professor. Um, oh, my tarot co- Oh, no, my picture of Belvazar's all wet now. Don't worry, it was laminated. Oh. Oh, it's so shiny. <laughs> I just... I picture Polly just like, every time we make camp, just pulls it out and just goes, Belvazar, you're just so cute. Patting so him on the head and like... <laughs> squinting at it to see. Trying to make, as you walk, trying to make up for his previous blunders that led to you all sitting in the water. Professor tries to make small conversation, or tries to play games. I spy with my little eye something... About to get hit. No, but good game, everyone. It was very enlightening. And you make camp for the night. Same order as before? I'll take morning watch this time. Okay. I was gonna say. Is someone else taking my watch, basically? Yes, I'll take second watch. Why don't you take first? It seems to be quiet. And Willa, so Willa takes first watch? Mm-hmm. Is, anyone, is anyone assigning Willa buddy for first watch, or is it just her? I thought the professor was going to stay with her on the last watch. He did. That's yeah, why he well, was up and I was... didn't have to wake him up. That's right. Yeah. Alright, so Willa, Isabel, and then Polly. You want Balthazar to stay up with you? Ah, should be fine. As you guys said, it usually is quiet during the first one. <laughs> oh, come on! <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so... Oh, no. Full transparency. I was rolling a D8, 1-2 for first watch, and then if it was 7 or 8, nothing happened that night. Okay. Oh, God. So I rolled a 5 the first night, so that's why we had that. And then the second night, I rolled a 2. So it's just Willa that's the problem here. <laughs> oh, my God, Willa. I, I am here for this headcanon, though. <laughs> Your shit lordiness just bleeds over into probability. <laughs> that sounds... This yep. chaos cannot be contained. It cannot. There is a reason. They call you the shit queen. Yes. It is a well-earned title. Um, I'm gonna need you to make me a perception check, Willa. Oh, bless you! Let's see, what's the total? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. First roll with it though, so let's see. Uh that's twenty-one. Hells yeah. As you are standing watch, you notice some rustling around the camp. And you see what at first looks like little white masks just fl- flitting around, but then you realize they're the little 
ashy, like, incorporeal bodies attached to those white masks, just, like, walking around the camp, looking at everyone. One notices you and waves to you. <laughs> I look at my tea. Look at it. Look back at my tea. Set my tea down. And then I, I, this is going to be really funny. I go, I go over to Isabella and just poke. Poke. What? Right in, like, her cheek. I'm not sure if I'm seeing things. Or... Is the professor awake with you? Got... He is asleep. Okay. Got some visitors. What are you talking about? I turn over. Make me a perception check. Um, that would be a 19. You do see the item, the little spirits, white masks, black bodies. You see one, like, just walking away from your pack, like, with a pin in its arms. Oh, no, 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 you don't. Uh, really, would my, my pack, like my main... Okay, because I would not have left my books in there. The, the book I keep my notes in would be, like, on me. I'm just going to throw that out there. There's no way. Just throwing that out there. She wouldn't just stick that in her backpack and just be like, whatever. Yep. You have you have your book on you, but like just like a spare pin you might be might be using in case the first one breaks or runs out. Um Can I reach out and grab him or is he too far? You can reach out I'm and grab him. I'm gonna reach out and grab for the pin. Right. You grab him, it looks at you like with a little small disappointed chirp. It looks around and like produces a small colorful shell from seemingly out of nowhere, like holding it up to you, like Trade? Trade? Please? Trade? I look at Willa. Do I notice any of the other ones trying to take other people's things? Um, you notice they are looking around in the packs. You don't know, you don't notice them taking anything else. Oi. All of you, whoever... Oh, you are? hold on, no. Mm. I see that shell. I bring out my magical decanter that refills iced tea. Pour it into the shell. <laughs> it looks at the shell, looks at you. It just... And then holds the shell back up to... Isabel wants it's emptied of iced tea. Do I understand what it's saying? <laughs> you do not understand what they're saying. It seems like it's just like making clicking um, sounds. All right. Um, I'm going to call out to the rest of them. You can't just take things, you can trade. See? And I'm going to hold out the pin to the one in front of me, and I'm going to take the shell from him and give him the pin. Okay, it and the others are delighted at that. All right. And you hear... And then I'm going to grab my pack and close it. (laughs) 
<laughs> As they're just like all like producing small uh, trinkets. No, 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 like, no, no, hey. no, no. You have to ask. Monkey see, monkey do. Wake. As you. The others. Like the Polly and stuff. Yep. I, I'm on it. Grabs two sticks again. No, goes no. for Polly. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? Okay. Um, I'm going to use message and just um, whisper into the professor's ear. Wake up, you old blowhard. <laughs> because I can. Yes. Because oh, it's a country and that's what I can do. Um, okay, so... And none of us know she did this. Uh, that makes me more sad. So I wake up. Okay, one moment. Okay, because I got questions. Polly, roll me initiative again. 17. Alright, uh, you wake up before Balthazar. But yes, you you wake up, you see the little sprites as they're clapping for Isabel, like, Yay, we got we got a pin. Can I? What do you want? Can I identify the the kind of being they are? Make me a nature check, and since they are native Tessar, you have advantage. Um, Thirteen. You know them as Twingas. Twingas. They are a teeny elemental spirit that live in that live in plants, rocks, and rivers far from civilizations. Painfully shy, they prefer to move about unseen. And while they shun most other creatures, they do find the trappings of civilization fascinating and puzzle over creatures that wear armor, carry weapons, use tools, or cook food. When a twink encounters one or more humanoids, its curiosity sometimes gets the better of it, and it shadows those creatures for a short time to observe them. If it takes a particular liking to them, a twink might use its cantrips to aid it, or might might bestow a magical gift before departing. And if they like it, they will sometimes just take a trinket and like leave a small item in return. So I speak with animals won't work. Uh, Can I look at the shell? Is there anything? Either. Is it just a little shell from the seashore? Seashore or what? It looks like a slightly larger snail's shell. Like, kind of prismatic in color. It's slightly sticky now that there's been iced tea in it. Okay. I regret nothing. You never do. I don't have any cool items. That's why they didn't take anything Damn. from me. I just want to snap my fingers and produce dancing lights. One, to be able to see them a little better, and also because it's fun. You produce dancing lights... And you see little black humanoids that look kind of smoky with white masks. I make the lights. Do they have any reaction to it? But yes, they are fascinated by the lights. And they're all clapping, like, oh, yay, this is nice. I like this. It's just basically a fun light spell. And there's six little orbs I can conjure up to four torch-sized lights. And I can control, I believe, the the size of the light. Like, if it's really bright or what. I 
pull out the drawing that I have of me and my invisible friend from when I was a kid. And do any of them seem interested in it? No, they are just paying attention to, po- to okay. Isabel right well, now. Well, I'm going to put it away and I'm just going to kind of poke Isabel and be like, this is, this is good. Get them to like you more. More, more, more magic, more fun, more fun magic stuff. What? Make, make, they're like kids, like you're playing with kids. Act, treat them like your, your little cousins. I do. Pretty things. Show them pretty shiny things. That's what I'm doing. As they're clapping, they each cup their hands and from each hand a little flame comes up. And like, it just starts floating to the sky like a spirit. And... Is everyone looking at the flames? I am absolutely watching the flames. I am watching the spirits. I'd be watching. I'd, I'd watch the flames for a moment, and then I, once they passed my lights, I'd watch them, uh, the, the creatures again. All right. Everyone watches the flames. They just go up into the sky, and then they fade, fade from existence, like, going to heaven. But as you see, like, the spirits wave at you as they just begin to become more incorporeal. And Isabel, you hear like, not like in your mind, but kind of like a feeling in your heart, like of a loved one telling you to keep on you can make it through this. And you gain you gain the charm of heroism. This charm allows you to give yourself the benefit of a potion of heroism as an action. Once you do, the charm vanishes. Okay. Nice. With that, the ni- the rest of the night passes uneventfully. Uh, I didn't think we'd be meeting any of those little buggers out here. They were cute. They certainly were. Little rascals. As you move on the next day, you you eventually encounter another revenant on the road, walking down a small beaten path. He seems to be wearing the same garb. Hey, uh... Hey, uh... Uh, quick question, Dan. Are revenants are revenants considered their own thing, or is it like they are just like as a human revenant considered a human? Revenants are a unique type of undead. No, yeah, like they they are undead in nature. Yeah, basically, from basically from what an aim pop culture would be, it's like. They're souls who died with unfinished business great enough to just tether them to the mortal plane. Right, yeah, yeah, So they're... Like, a vengeance or a right, wrong they need to right. right. so they just, they're just not any... All my favorite enemies, so... Just, like, making sure. Alright. Do you do anything when you see the Revenant? Yes, I... Get his attention. Sir, we're looking for... Um, the ruins of a dead god. 
Is there a place here that you know would fit that description? Possibly? The Citadel of Lightbur lies beyond this road. That's actually pretty helpful. Yes. Thank you. You're welcomed. Is there any way we can help you? You could always try to... You could lift the curse of old arcs minions that placed us in this abominable state. It's on our list, I, I assure you. Yeah, it's, it's somewhere somewhere on there. It's, it's a nice big list, but it's, it's on there. Yep. I think it's going to be part of the problem, potentially. I'm just throwing it out there. Just, just open up the quest list. There's like that quest you just... Make it non-active. Close questions. It's all on there. Listen, guys. <laughs> We're not we'll actively it. tracking it, but it'll happen. Yeah. Listen, if we do it, like, coincidentally, how good. I'm above my level right now. I gotta level up some before I can do that. Mm-hmm. I need some fetch quests. <laughs> the only other way is if you could beat some sense into the one who led to our order's decline. Ooh, I like that one. Oh, beating sense into somebody. That's Willis. So that's when around under Willis' job description. So do you think our ally will actually be at the ruins? The professor says. Gee, it's almost like we've been led on this quest directly to this location. Just, you know, just a thought. Wow, it's, it's destiny. Yes, all that fate oh, and such. So I heard they were installing a railroad in south of Silverhold later on this year. That'll be, that'll be nice to ride on once we get home. So we continue on. And in Willa's head, bold of you to assume we're gonna make it home. He's forever the optimist. Um, yes, and the revenue gives a thumbs up. <laughs> you continue along the road, I assume. And as you approach. You see what appears to be a young woman facing the back... Oh, maybe you don't see from front, but what appears to be a young woman with pointy ears, like looking at the ruins and then looking at a map. How will Rose Mallow react to meeting the party? Find out next time on Search for the Lost City of Darcina, a Dice Fiend's 5th edition adventure. Also, we're finally going to have Adam in the next episode. Yay! The explorers are Amanda, Kiara, Dallas, and Adam. DMing and producing is done by Eric. Track listings and relevant links for the music and sound effects we use in this episode are in the show notes. Our logo was done by Ray Calidus. You can find her on Twitter at Inc or at keylegraphyinc.com. Coffee, 
the lifeblood of humanity. In the cyberpunk future, everything is grown on megacorp-owned rooftops, before being processed with chemicals and sold to the masses. You and your friends make up one of the many roller derby gangs skating the streets of Neon City, trying to survive. Not only are you tired of the barista getting your name wrong again, the brown acid water they say is a latte, and the outrageous prices, but you need an actual mocha in your system. Cue the light bulb idea. Maybe it's time to raid one of those hanging gardens and seize the beans of production. Coffee Punk is a one-page RPG about getting some honest-to-goodness coffee, cybernetics, and doing crime. You can find it at neondreams.itch.io slash coffeepunkespresso. That's n-e-o-n hyphen d-r-e-a-m-s dot i-t-c-h dot i-o slash c-o-f-f-e-e p-u-n-k hyphen e-s-p-r-e-s-s-o Like the show? Want to hear more of us and our shenanigans? Tell a friend about us or leave us a rating review over on your podcatcher of choice to help more people find us. If you have any more questions or comments, you can hit us up on Twitter at at DiceFiends or shoot us an email at DiceFiendsPod at gmail.com. And until next time, remember, be sure to wash your hands with soap and water for 20 seconds. If you need a frame of reference, think about how long it takes your demon's plans to fall apart when a party is involved, and then triple that. Goodbye. <laughs>